This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Howdy! Welcome aboard, shower door professionals. You are... Hope you're having a great week. We're halfway there, as Adrian was saying, to the hump of the week. And uh, you always know you're about halfway there when the shower door pros show up on your desktop. <laughs> I look forward to it, man. I love it. Um, so, uh, hey, if you're out there kind of just watching on the Facebook page or something and you'd like to join the call, you can. It's easy. Just take your mouse and you point that cursor right at the button and click it. Bam! We're streaming. And you're on board and you can talk to us. And we'll listen to you. Maybe we'll answer your questions. Who knows? Anything could happen. It's a wild time. Anyway, I'm feeling good as you can probably tell. Things are things are going well. It's a kind of cold. I'm out here in my shop, and it's like the shop is cold because it's a big uh, Quonset hut and um, not much insulation in it. But um, I've got my little corner here where my office is, and heater on. I got my, my jacket on. Bill Dobbin was giving me compliments on it earlier. He's jealous, you know, but I understand. <laughs> anyway, hey, we had a call. Um, earlier this week, uh, some of the shower door pros, we jumped on there with Brad and Christina and Robert was there and I was there and we were talking a little bit about um, the shower door professionals uh, referral network that we're putting together. I haven't decided if it's a co-op, haven't really decided, you know, exactly what it is. We know that it's going to be a not-for-profit organization that's going to allow us to um, refer each other uh, and just basically make uh, members of this group available across the country to people who are just looking for shower door installation professionals in their area. And it's pretty cool. We've got some interest. There's a number of, um, of groups of, of members who have uh, kind of signed on to show interest um, enough enough interest to where we feel like um, it's worth moving forward on. So um, Christina's not here so far. I don't know if she's going to make it. I was kind of hoping she'd be here so that she could talk about it a little bit. But I see Brad's lips are moving, um, but his we go. mic is muted. There we go. All right. Yeah, Christina, she's really, she has danced tonight or you know, she's always doing that kind of stuff. So and then, then she'll jump on, on when she's on the way home. So yeah. Well, hey, maybe you would like to just kind of recap a little bit about, you know, what we were talking about. Well, I kind of think you, you did a good job. Um you know, we're still trying to figure out the actual direction of, of how we're going to organize this and um 
you know, it, it, it what came up that was a little different, uh, that that's probably a really good idea is to make it to where all the members that want to, you know, people from the shower door professionals can join this, even if they uh, don't, uh, let's say, qualify all the way, uh, you know, so we'll have certain qualifications that if you want to actually get leads and uh, uh, kind of pursue it to the full benefit. Uh, but to do that, of course, you know, we've mentioned before, you have to qualify, you have to have a brick and mortar probably is, you know, what we talked about um, and be insured. And, you know, there's probably a few other qualifications that we want. Uh, but uh, to, to get people to those levels, we allow them to actually enter into the organization and this organization will have the training materials and all the, the information to uh, help out, you know, the smaller guy. And um, um, so that that was one of the revelations. And I thought that was kind of a, a good idea. So um, that might actually build our network a little bit quicker, too. Um, so... Uh, hey, Chris. Thank you for reposting the link. See? I told you to be in the car. Sorry. Well, I just could The link was asking me for a passcode. I don't know. But the repost worked, Chris. Thank you. Um, but I heard most of what you guys were saying, and that's all true. So we are meeting with a small core group. Um, we're going to try to meet weekly and just keep this thing moving. Um, we have a small core group, not to exclude anybody, but just to make sure we can make some quick decisions quicker because um, if we try to decide things with 70 people it will get really messy really fast so small core group to start we can always amend these decisions we can always uh, revote we can always talk about all of these things but we have started with just some baseline um, things that everybody qualifications everybody has to have to be involved um, and we actually, Chris, I don't know if Brad told you, Bill, we talked to Bill today as well. Um, so he's involved in the core group and Rob has uh, volunteered his time to build a website and all of that good stuff. So we're rolling and we're so excited and um, I'll keep giving updates. We will all keep giving updates on these calls as we're able to and more communications will be coming. Um, if you don't know if you've signed up, uh, sign up again. Uh, you don't have to have all your information. I think the form is kind of long, but um, it's literally just for more information right now. And then, um, or you can email or text Rob, I guess. Rob, I don't want to volunteer you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he's keeping the master list of people who want to be in communication and involved. So um, that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, Rob, you know, Rob's already volunteered. It's too late. You know? <laughs> not going to get that genie yeah. back in the bottle, man, anytime soon. So, uh, but I know that yeah, the, you know, we've got the page and um, a lot of people signed up for, you know, the the, uh, the newsletter um, and for more information and stuff like that. So um, if you think you've signed up, you're not sure if you signed up, you can always sign up again. It's not like, you know, 
not going to hurt anything. Um, and you can be as involved as you want to be um, in, in the, this whole kind of exploratory process as we're just kind of getting things together. I know some people are probably just like, hey, yeah, you know, I want to be, uh, I want to get leads. You know, I want you to send me customers, sure. And, um, and maybe that's, you know, all, you know, the involvement you want to be um, involved in at, at this point. And that's, that's fine. Or maybe you've got ideas. Maybe you'd like to contribute um, in some other way, or just be uh, of service in some way. You know, help out. Um, let us know. We'd love to get you plugged in. So, uh, as much or as as little as you want to contribute at this point, um, we can make space for you to do that. But this is what's happening now, and uh, this is the direction that this uh, group is moving in. It just seems to be the natural progression, right? We've uh, gotten together. We've been having these calls. We've been doing this for, for years now, actually. And so it just makes sense that we should capitalize on this by making sure that all the members who, um, who want to get uh, referrals are going to be able to do that. And, um, yeah, let's make some money. Let's put in some shower doors. I think it's awesome. And yeah, and really uh, make people aware of our our industry. Yeah, that's absolutely. what it's that's what it's about. Yeah, and in addition to that, to be able to help each other out, you know, there's like newer people who you know um, that might just need a hand, uh, just understanding, you know, how they can grow, or there may be like some mid-sized people who just you know want to go to that next level or even some of the big big fish you know who just uh want to get a little bigger you know or want to just give back you know to the community and help out you know the dobbins are huge at that you know just they're they're always like helping out and giving back and uh, we appreciate mm -hmm. that so want everybody to be able to plug in um to get to give to contribute um to benefit you know all that and to strengthen our marketing efforts. Absolutely. I mean, that that's one of the key things here. And I just, you know, somebody who may not really know what we're talking about right now, if we're all involved in it, we can gain a lot of strength uh, to get our uh, website recognized. So. And... And also, I think if, if you all were in the small group at the Glass Build um, Executives Forum for Frameless Shower Doors, um, just being more recognized by the NGA as a, a sub-industry of lasers. So making sure that we are getting the appropriate testing on materials and uh, getting the appropriate training and guides and everything that we need um, so that we can actually back ourselves up in front of our customers and say, we, we know what we're talking about and we are backed by the NGA. And so, you know, advocating for ourselves to the NGA to get these resources and by working together, we can do all of those things. So that's what we're here for. Totally. I mean, just that, and that's just another one of many, <laughs> many different things. Uh, it's, this this group can be kind of a clearinghouse for just all kinds of resources, um, you know, getting help, um, getting leads, learning more, uh, getting resources, uh, 
and just uh, and giving you know giving back to the industry. Um, you know, it's, this is a really unique group. I mean, I know you guys all know this, and and that's part of why you're involved here. I've got a, a nephew who is uh, in the uh, pest control business. So I've got I've got a brother-in-law who's actually like a beekeeper. He does like bee removal in Phoenix, and then. Um, uh, my my uh, sister's son, one of her sons, is in the pest control business, and he was asking me about doing something like this. And his concern was like, man, I don't want to tell people all my secrets, you know. It's like, um, and so he's just kind of asking me for advice about that because he he knows that that I'm involved in a group like this, and um, you know, it's a little counterintuitive to kind of share what you know about the industry with people who you might perceive as your competition. Um, and it's like, wow, you know, if people know, you know, my little tricks and secrets and stuff, it's like, it's, it's might maybe it'll cost me business. And it's like, what I've learned, what a lot of us here have learned is that that's not true at all. In fact, it's the opposite of that, that the more that we get together and share information, the stronger we become, and, um, and that we really can cooperate with each other while growing and benefiting the industry because the industry does benefit from us like getting together, sharing resources, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, uh, it's kind of a trip that it works that way, but, but it really does. And I've benefited in huge ways. And it's like, there's a saying that's, that goes, um, the hole that you receive through is never bigger than the hole that you give through, you know? So it's like, you can't really outgive um, God, you know, it's like the more you give out, the more it comes back to you. That's my, my experience. And it's like, as this continues to grow, um, I'm expecting wild things to happen. Okay. So anyway, that's well, what's happening. Um, I, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it more so that you guys know about this because unless we bring it up, it's like you really I'll make it a point to um, really make sure that uh, the news gets out there. All right. All right. So that being said, um, what else is going on out there? Anybody have a, a topic they want to talk about, a question, a challenge? Uh, What's on the agenda? I'll share something that happened to uh, me last night. Um, we talk about a lot of technical things here, and you guys have been outstanding to share technical issues and how-to and business issues, but this is a human resource issue. Um, one of my key technicians uh, left work early yesterday around 1.30. Uh, he's starting not feeling well, and last night at 9.30, I got a – phone call that he had died and oh. yeah oh. and you know there's oh. no manual at least i haven't read one where uh how you deal with that one and one of the things that um we're a small company i have 13 employees but one of the things that um occurred to me as i was trying to process this you know i had i had people call um um a land his landlord for instance called me and asking who the next of kin is and you know, I went back out to my shop and I make my employees fill out a package like, you know, uh, emergency contacts and things like that. But 
he'd been with me for three years. You know, I don't go through it and check it every year to update it. And, you know, there was, you know, life happens. So there was divorces involved. There's, you know, beneficiaries on insurance policies involved and things like that. And I spent, I spent the last night scrambling to try to find out how do, how do, who do we contact? Uh, you know, how do we get a hold of his family? I don't get down deep in the weeds with our family, even though we're a small company, you know, we're like family. I don't, I don't know everything about them. And it was something, I'll tell you one, it's an eye opener. And from a human resources standpoint, um, keeping on top of, you know, records of, uh, of, you know, who do you call? Is there a primary or a secondary, um, um, you know, point of contact and things like that. And, you know, who do you call from an insurance side if something like this happens? I was scrambling all day today. And then, you know, how you break it and how you deal with it with your team. It was a real eye opener. I, uh, I, like I said, I didn't have any, uh, no manual to kind of lead me along on that one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. First of all, our condolences. Well, I appreciate you know? that. And, uh, wow. But, yeah. Oh, it, it, you know, key key person, key contributor. Um, uh, Mike, do you have payroll company or do you do your yeah. payroll yourself? No, payroll, I do payroll company. I was going to say payroll companies generally keep track of that because they send the W-2 forms out. Yeah. Uh, at least you get addresses, then you just contact the police and they'll go to that address. Yeah, I, I it was one of the first phone calls I made was to the payroll company, Bill. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, just... Uh, Really, man, it takes your legs out from underneath of you. Oh, yeah. Um, just when you think, just when you think you got things rolling, and uh, you know, you get you get news like that. But no, did, he, I, did he have children? No, no. Oh. But um, ex-wife, you know, the primary uh, his, his the, the information I had was a, for for a phone number, and it happened to be an ex-wife, yeah. and that was it. And but fortunately, she, you know, she cooperated and uh let us get a hold of his family and think you know his like uh, i think his dad was alive but um you know but aside from the the the, the tragedy you're, you're losing one of your team members and, and 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 too young and that type of thing it just made me reflect on the fact that if you look at, take a step back from a business standpoint you know making sure all these i's are dotted and t's are crossed that you know how to deal with something that you don't ever expect to happen you know, for instance, I had his his stepmother calling me saying, uh, does he have any insurance? Is there an insurance policy? Um, uh, what is that? And then there's there's issues about um, what you can share and what you can't share in terms of information. Um, you know, we're, we're wading through it, but it was something that was just an eye opener. I mean, I am guilty of not being on top of the human resources side of the business it's always about, you know, get the job, book it, get a deposit, get it done, blah, blah, blah. And you kind of, at least me, I can't speak for any of y'all. You kind of minimize the human resources side of this thing. But, uh, you know, I, I spent spent well into the, you know, the day just trying to figure how we're going to wade through this, you know, along with dealing with emotions from the other team members. You know. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think, Mike, I think we've all been through exactly what you've been through as you grow. It gets to the point where you can't do it anymore. And yeah. you get a situation like this and you realize, okay, I need it. Mm -hmm. Then you have to look at your company and say, can we afford to have an HR person? Because HR is not income producing. Right. It's, it's, it's a drain on the bottom line. 
but you need to have it. Or yeah. an HR service. They have lots of services out there. Yes. Yeah. And they, they use subscribe and it's fairly economical, I think. And Christina and I need to look into that. I know we've talked about it before, but this is another great example of, of why, you know, and I always think about HR from the standpoint that the what ifs, if, uh, you know, there's theft uh, or whatever, you know, we're not equipped to study this all the time. And somebody who does it all the time knows the protocol. And and Mike's right. There's certain things you can share with people and others you cannot share or shouldn't share. Right. Um, and and you got to know that. And we're not that professional, right? You got to have somebody that knows what they're doing and fills in that compliance issue with you. So yeah, it's like HIPAA, you can't. It's a good point, Mike. It's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like HIPAA. You can't call the hospital and get any information. You know? Right. Unless you're one of the named people oh, no. that they, they sign yeah. off on. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of guys here on the brink of getting to that same situation that you're in. You know, got 10, 12, 15 employees and they're ready to explode. It's going to be a topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, without question. And uh, I, Brad, to your point, in years ago, I did use a human resources type company. And, um, and you know, the, I guess, how do I say it? Uh, I pay a monthly fee, monthly fee, monthly fee. And, you know, months go by and you don't need them. And then all of a sudden, I, you know, I'm, I don't know if it was a mistake, but I, I second guess myself. I finally said, you know, I kind of terminated the relationship. I said, can I just do, instead of having a monthly fee, you know, is there a way I can just, if I need you, I'll call you and I'll pay whatever the rate is at the time. And, uh, you know, kind of let that relationship kind of uh, dissolve a little bit. But, uh, and then this, things like this happen, and it just brings it all back into perspective, you know, so your point's well taken. Yeah, I think you need to have that, uh, that uh, plan B, or I, I'm not, that's not a plan B, that's not the right way. You have to be prepared for any of this kind of thing. People leave, they maybe they get in a fight, you know, there's a violence in the workplace, there's all these things that could happen that you, I, at least I'm guilty of putting on the back burner and you deal with them when they happen instead of having a plan for them. And uh, because, you know, I'm worried about like, you know, the business side of it and, and the revenue side of it, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it's just been a real, the last 24 hours have been a real eye opener. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of the support, you know, that, that a service like that provides on a day-to-day -day basis that you don't even really think about. Like I heard you saying how, you know, like the next of can or whatever, yeah. and how that can change over time. So it's like you hire someone, you say, hey, who's your emergency contact? Yeah. It's like yeah. Well, four years later, five years later, nine years later, that guy's still working for you. And it's like his whole life has changed. And it's like, you've got the original information that you collected when he started. And, um, you know, uh, HR department is going to be on an annual basis, updating mm -hmm. that stuff yeah. and doing other things that you're not even going to think about realizing that you need on a regular basis. Cause they've got that all automated. They're doing it across, you know, these huge, you know, groups of people, um, and they've got that dialed in and it seems like a money loser, you know, because it doesn't generate income, but really, you know, um, it's, it's probably breaking even at least, you know, when mm -hmm. all is said and done because 
how much of your time, how much is your time worth, right? right. When, uh, when you run into, you know, a situation where it's like, oh man, you know, now I've got to kind of, my whole life, you know, is, is on hold because it's just it's so important, such a hugely important thing. It's like it demands all my attention right now. And, um, you know, yeah, man, I feel for you. I'm really yeah. sorry to hear about that. Yeah, no, I, pre I appreciate it. But how are you doing now, Mike? Oh, I'm 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 fine. I but you know, you're still trying to process it. I um as I mentioned, we're we're a small company, but you know, and this guy and I, we he was my uh he was my shop guy and he really helped transform my business from you know organizing a shop, making us more efficient, things that we've all talked about, and I've I've ideas that I've stolen from all you folks, you know, in terms of getting things yeah. ready, checking it in, making sure that when a guy's coming in the morning, they got a they got their job materials ready. He was that guy for me. And plus, he'd been 35 years in the in the glazing business. And so, you know, you want something cut that had, you know, a mirror measured, for instance, it had five holes in it and it was out of plumb and out of square. He's the guy you sent, you know. Um, so and the fact that we were so small, you know, we're like a family, man. You know, I spend more time with them. If you think about it and you calculate hours, I probably I know, not probably, I know. I spent more time with those folks than I do here at home. Uh, and, and so, you know, I'm still dealing with, uh, you know, thinking he's going to be there in the morning, you know, think, thinking and dealing with emotions. I, I actually closed the business. I didn't know what I was going to say when I walked in the door this morning, because I found this out at nine 30 last night. And I thought, how, what do I say? What do I do? And, you know, I just kind of like, try to gauge the vibe of the employees because they were just stunned. Um, you know, there were tears, there was a lot of emotion. And I ended up, I, you know, I just said, I said, listen, my, my, here's my call out of respect for him. I'm willing to close the office today. I know. I mean, if it's uh, if nothing else, let's sit here and talk about him. If you want to tell stories, let's tell stories, you know, but let's reflect for a minute and pause and, and that's kind of what we did, you know, so, uh, but the reality is tomorrow, you know, and I, and so, so like, how do you balance some empathy and compassion to the fact that I got that phone rang incessantly. I stayed at the office, the phone rang incessantly all day. Where's my shower? Where's my mirror? Where's my storefront? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and, and balance that. That's the thing I've struggled with as, as, as the owner, I, I want to, obviously I don't, empathetic I'm, I'm bummed out i'm hurt but then you still got all these people you're responsible for because there's a paycheck due friday you know so i just got a mix of emotions seems like you handled it well uh, uh who knows bill i i i didn't know what i was going to say until i i stood there in front of everybody so yeah yeah i think at the end of the day though you did the right thing because you did what you felt you needed to do you know, uh, business isn't like you said, there's no manual that says exactly how to do all of this. And uh, sometimes we make decisions on the fly that uh, may or may not be the right decision, but it, but it, it was the right decision because you felt yeah. what was going on with the guys and you just you made the call. And that's what we do as business owners. Well, and, you know, it's not so much that, I mean, I appreciate all these kind words and, and the support and the gems of wisdom that you guys have always shared. But I just thought tonight, I, I kind of hesitate whether to bring it up, but I thought, 
you know, we always talk about technical issues. We talk about business strategies and whatnot. And we've touched from time to time on human resources type things. But this is one where I thought, you know, how many folks here on this call and in, in, in business in general have a plan for worst case scenario? I'm sure there's some. I'm guilty of not being that guy. You know, I've, I, I've got like the basics covered. I just thought I'd bring it up to at least, at least plant a seed that, yeah, you know, uh, not every day is rosy. And, um, and, you know, maybe you can reflect on how you would handle it if it, you know, if, 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 if it happened in your organization. Uh, I certainly think it's worth spending a few minutes to reflect on what would you do? How do you do it? Yeah. Mike, we could write a book on the situations we've had over the years. Yeah. And, and you know, very interesting how they all play out. Yeah. And, uh, boy, some of them, even the HR people have scratched their heads. As they think they've seen it all. And yet these things pop up. Yeah. It just happens. Uh, I mean, you can plan for your catastrophes like earthquake situation, hurricane, tornado, blizzard situations okay those are weather related but uh what happens if an airplane crashes into your building yeah. what happens if uh i don't know some guy wrecks your your truck that's your only installation truck and you can't get another one for weeks and mm -hmm. you you know it's not outfitted there could be a long list of things like we yeah. have a list of emergency situations on a job site like you drill a wall and you hit a water pipe, there's a there's a protocol we follow. Or you're carrying glass in the guy's screen door, let's go, and you rip his screen. So we've got a, a list of guys that we call uh, screen repair, painters, sheet rockers, tile repair, plumbers, uh, electricians. So like emergency contacts in case we cause mm -hmm. something at a house. Okay. I, this is next level stuff and it is hr i mean you could have a guy drinking on the job you could have a guy overdosing on the job you could have a guy go out to the parking lot and work on his handgun and and not realize it and threaten to come in and blow up everybody in the shop and how do you handle that yeah um, i mean just think about the worst things that go on and you gotta try and plan for that it's really yeah. hard it's really yeah. hard yeah Oh, man. Yeah, you're. The, the whole thing with marijuana, legalized marijuana, these guys think that if they carry a card, they're good. It's like a get out of jail free card. And it's the... not. It's not. It's no different than being drunk. Sure, alcohol is legal, but you can't do it on the job and you mm -hmm. can't be under the influence. Problem with marijuana uh, is you yeah, go to test for it. Yeah. Yeah, you go to test for it and it's in the blood for 30 days. You know, they, if they test your hair strands, you're not going to get rid of it quickly like you would alcohol. Yeah. And even though they got a card, sorry, workers' cop could say, nope, you're under the influence for not paying the bill. I mean, that's a really serious topic right there. And, it, and it's going on all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, I brought the brought it up as a topic for an HR topic in general. Um, I'm kind of wondering if we need to find maybe an HR person to come on, talk a little bit. Um, 
for one of our meetings. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think that HR is a really critical thing that we all need to talk about. It's such a huge topic because it goes everywhere from recruiting to hiring, onboarding, record keeping, HIPAA compliance, yeah. hiring, firing, uh, uh, reviews, pay increases, discipline. I mean, you can have conflict in the work, conflict in the yeah. workplace, and harassment. You know, we, we, harassment. We've all we've all had to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. I, uh, Brad, I couldn't agree. A thousand percent agree. <laughs> yeah. Im immigration, mm -hmm. uh, making sure that people have the proper legal papers and are filed. Them. I mean, it goes on and on. And then when COVID came in and threw a whole wrench in this oh. whole thing, you know, government's mandating you do this and common sense is telling you, no, they're not right. But, you know, what are the ramifications if you don't follow the government uh, mandate? Nobody saw COVID coming. It's just like what we're talking about. It's a, you know, worst case scenario situation that you don't plan for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just well, be I care. Too, but I think, too, like there are pockets of catastrophes that can happen. And I think if we divide them and think through them, there are some ways we can kind of prepare for the small guys who maybe aren't at the level to uh, get an HR representative just yet. But to Bill's point, a, a big part of that is making these connections and friendships and having a network kind of like us to, to be able to talk to and bounce ideas off of. Um, but having a network in your own community of screen door guys and plumbers and whoever else you need. And then there are the catastrophes that happen to everyone, COVID, for example, or in Bill's case, y'all had a, a hurricane. So really? in, in that case, people understood when you weren't ready to install their shower door the next day because everyone was going through it. So, um, and then there are the personnel things that are hit home a little harder because we're all friends, right? And you want to have a good workplace culture and have respect in the workplace and all of that good stuff. But if somebody doesn't, uh, I guess, feel the same way or have a different uh, perspective on it or want to use and abuse that relationship, then that can be a little bit tricky to navigate as well so the personnel ones for me are the hardest um the other stuff i feel like is just normal day to day at a certain point mac can talk to experience on that christina you know i'd love that mike's situation he's got 13 people right and he's and he's getting to be a point but how much time can he spend to coach somebody if their culture doesn't fit in with the rest because that's what you need. You need someone to sit down and coach and teach and retrain if necessary. Like, that's not the way we do it here. This is how we treat our fellow people with respect and good, solid professional communication. This is how we treat our customers. And it takes coaching. Now, if Mike had the time to sit down, I'm sure he'd be a great coach. But someone's got to run the business, too. Someone's got to answer his calls and get the invoicing done and make sure the jobs go in right. So there is a place when you get to 15, 20 employees, like Brad said, either you sub it out to an outside company, you join a PPO, 
where they're not even your employees and you just lease people, which is a, a very good viable option. And they take care of all of that compliance. PPOs are a very popular way to go if you wanna grow your business. Um, they'll recruit the people for you, they'll fire them. Uh, you just tell them what you need. And if you need them to coach, they'll coach for you. So I can attest to the to the PPO working. That's that's been I think at twenty employees is when I added that, and then I just had a, a controller that acted as my in house HR point person that would communicate um, and point them to that service. And it, it took so much headache and so much unknown out of the system. It's like having an employee that you pay a little fee, a quarter of what a salary is, not even. And they just, they make sure that all your T's and I's and all that stuff. I also had, I had a death last week, but we, we knew it was coming for a year and even a year heads up as, as cancer slowly crept, he was only out of our office for the last two weeks. And that tribal knowledge of a 30 year old or a 30 year vet, 11 years under, you know, the company name, it's like, you can't. The, like you were saying, the mirror guy, the guy that would measure it and be on top of uh, all of the hard questions, the one that knows all the deductions, like the back of his hand, that's, that's, that's the piece that I don't think anyone can come, you know, prepare for fully, um, mm -hmm. with as many, with as many, uh, you know, solutions and things you can write and SOPs. It's like that tribal knowledge is, is hard to beat. So, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to say that we, we go through ADP as our, as our service and that's been worth every penny took so much of the headache away so mike what we were saying uh you look at hr is like it doesn't add to the bottom line but if you really analyze it like sam's saying mm -hmm. if you can take all of that off your plate and you know it's being held by a professional and you're in full compliance your business will probably grow quicker mm -hmm. and better and you don't have that headache and yeah. you put it on the professionals so you, even you though you don't see I'm Even sorry. though you see uh, no revenue from them, you're going to watch your company's revenue grow because now you're focused on growing the business instead of putting out this fire and that fire and this fire. When you say PPO, what? give me the, the acronym. What's the acronym uh, stand for? Uh, I'll look it up for you. And then the other question I would have is, can you transition into that? Because you're not going to just take all your employees and have them join the PPO, are you? You can. You don't have to, but you can. It's called preferred provider organization. And so basically it's a it's like an employment agency, but they have the whole HR background behind it. And they'll keep you in full compliance. So if the government came down, it's it's not on you. The government only come down on you on if you're doing something to your books and it's a tax issue, but as far as compliance issues, immigration, um, any other compliance issues, they handle it all. I, I appreciate that. I'll look, I'll look into that too. Um, because you're, you're right. We spend an inordinate amount of time, at least in our organization, you know, the size it is, is it's kind of like the tweener, you know, um, handling stuff like that. And uh, and hoping that you're doing it correctly, I'd I'd, I'd like to get off the hope part and be mm. confident. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
Mike, really, thank you for bringing up this topic because every single one of it, it affects every one of our businesses to some extent. And unfortunately, it was this situation that did it. Yeah. But it, it very easily could have been a some guy driving your truck got in a car accident yeah, and, and hit another vehicle and it's a whole insurance issue. There's so many things that that come involved when you own a business. Yeah. You're dodging bullets every day. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a, a great way of putting it. And uh, I've been pretty good at dodging and then, and then this rolled down the road. So, uh, no, I just think it's where I didn't mean it. I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't want to bring it up for, you know, for, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the kind words, but it was more right. that this alarm went off. Like I, surely to God, I'm not the only one that feels like, I have minimized human resources over the years. I'm sure a lot of you have not, but I know I have, I'll admit it, but I, you, you can't, you, you, you can't do it. When you start scrambling thinking who in the hell do you call? Who, who's this person? You know, I thought, Mike, you got to get it together. You, you, you got to improve. And so uh, that's why I wanted to bring it up just to uh, hear the, hear the, the, you know, the gems of wisdom that you always provide, but um, but I just thought it was worthwhile letting you know that it, not every day is rosy. We'd like to think it is. And, and you all know that. So it is. Now, I'm going to circle back because it's actually a perfect tie in because what Chris and Christina and Brad, Brad are doing and put this organization together. You look through Facebook. I have never seen a group of electricians, sheetrockers, painters, carpet, floor, wood, tile guys, every single subcontractor you think of. I haven't seen a Facebook group like that ever, ever. What this is doing is elevating our industry, not just in technical parts of shower doors, but in making us better business people as a whole. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's really taking the word professional to a whole nother level. And when you get your own Facebook, I mean, your own website, and we all do backlinks, and Robert will be the first one to tell you how powerful these backlinks will be to uh, get all of us better SEO search uh, optimization in there, it, it's going to be for the benefit of everybody. Whether you get one lead out of it or not, you're going to get leads that you don't expect because of the backlinks and you're part of a, a big, big group, a very big group. Mm -hmm. Right. But, you know, being a part of a big group will give us, you know, buying power. Right. It gives us power, you know, as a group to accomplish things that we can't do as individuals or even as even as a small group, you know, um, and uh, and even things like like this. I mean, I know I was listening to Sam talk, you know, I don't know if you've got a contact um, that would like to come on and be our guest. I mean, I'm, I would love to have someone. Um, in that part of the industry, come on and just talk about, you know, employment and the pitfalls and, uh, you know, best practices and, you know, whatever. Um, and that's something that, that also, you know, as a, as a referral network, uh, we might be able to, you know, offer, you know, we talked about the possibility of, you know, buying insurance, you know, as a, as a group, you know, maybe we could get a, a great deal on, um, liability or even health insurance or who knows um, That's... or any of these kinds of services, right? If, uh, if we're like, you know, a thousand members or whatever, and it's like, Hey, we want, you know, give us a deal. Well, they're going to give us a deal. 
you know, and um, and even more than that, I think, you know, and as unfortunate as, you know, the situation that, that Mike's talking about is, I am really grateful that you brought it up, Mike, because um, this is exactly the sort of thing that I want to be discussing here. It's like the real, you know, nuts and bolts, like, you know, human, that human aspect. You know, the, the, actually the phrase human resource, it's an unfortunate term that that is used as a corporate term because like humans are not a resource, right? I mean, people are people, you know, and they're, they're much different than um, our tools or our materials or our cash flow or, or anything else. I mean, one person is worth more than all of that and the whole world. You know combined right i mean there's you know a person is, is priceless and um and those are the things that like really i want to be focusing on when when i was listening to you talk about like oh you know i've kind of forgotten about this and it's like yeah man i'm guilty of that too it's like i feel you know the conviction you know in my heart of like wow you know i do i need to focus more on people because really that's what it's all about at the end of the day the rest is just just a game like it's a monopoly game Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a hotel over here, you know, and put some money in the bank over there. You know, it's like, it's fun. You know, we're just playing a game. But really, at the end of the day, it's all about the people. It's about my friends. It's about my family. It's about my like coworkers. It's about you guys, you know, and here, you know, it's like those human connections that make my life worth, yeah. worth living, you know, mm -hmm. um, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, mm -hmm. so please always feel free to bring these things yeah. up. And on these calls. Yeah. I'll, I'll to Bill's point a minute ago, Bill, how you know, you said there's not, you don't see an electrical or sheetrock group like this. I mean, I couldn't agree more. My wife's a healthcare professional, and and they do, the, the, her particular expertise, they do have this. They have consultants, they have groups that meet, they have annual meetings, like we have the glass build, you know, but they have, you can go to regional meetings, you can go to, to national meetings. And within those meetings, similar to what I experienced when I went to Glassfield, you know, they have breakout sessions. So I can meet, uh, they can, they, and I have always been envious ever since I've been in business. I said, until I found this group, by the way, you know, I said, I don't have anybody that I can go to. They can actually say to her, well, how many assistants do you have? Then if you have four assistants, you need you know, you need three front desk people. You should be treating this many patients on a daily basis. Your revenue should be this. They've got it down to a freaking T. And I used to sit there and look at my stuff and go, who can I call? Then I discovered you all. And, and this has been extremely enlightening over the years. But to your point, I don't, I mean, this is, you know, they have that in these other professions. And, and I sit here and look at it, you know, and have and look at this group and and it's like amen man i'm starting to get answers to things like hey what do you do you know I've, I've heard you guys talk about how many vans you have how do you staff them how do you buy how do you you know where are you getting your hardware i have this issue finally the lights there man and you know so 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 that's why i value you know all of you in this call and and then the i guess the things like you know, Christina was talking about earlier in, in the referral networks and and I mean it's unlimited, I think, the 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 potential and where this thing could go. Uh, we we've got some really smart people in this group. Yeah. 
yeah. really smart people yeah. with hundreds of years of experience yeah. when you put us together. Somebody's going to run across it somewhere at some point, right, Mike? Yeah, and absolutely. If we can help each other. You know, I, I'm looking at the guys on the screen and I, I've been watching Brian as he grows his business. He's going to be somewhere along the line. These are going to come up in front of him. And how good is it for him to be able to pick up the phone or call you or me or Chris or whatever and get a pretty good answer pretty quick? Mm. I wish I had that when I was starting. I did. Oh, amen. amen. <laughs> yeah. You look at the younger guys that are and just getting married. going. Yeah. There's a lot of these issues that come up. Yeah. No doubt. We're very thankful to have you, Bill. Thank you for your help. <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm thankful to be on this. I mean, I, I learn every day and we still have a mentor in our business. You know, you never get to the point where you know it all. You don't. If you think you do, then you're in trouble. Yeah. You, there's always something that comes up and you need Every business should have a mentor. Mm -hmm. Every business should have a mentor. Somebody from a completely different industry that would look at your business from a 3,000 foot view and say, hey, you know, you ought to consider doing this, doing this. Like I said, if you don't have a mentor, go to one of your local um, SBDC, Small Business Development Centers. It's free. It's free. They'll assign a mentor to you for free. Doesn't get much better than that. That's yeah. so true, man. Those things are so good. I need to write this down because last time you mentioned it, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to call those guys. It's been a while. I talked to them before. But um, yeah, I'm making a note to myself because that that is an awesome tip. Um, there's so much uh, free free uh, service available. Um, you know, and I was thinking about when you're talking about finding someone from outside the industry, and there's this uh, this phenomenon of like beginner's luck. And I've thought a lot about this. That you know, there's that thing called beginner's luck where people like will come into something and they just hit it like right off the bat. And I think there's a science to that. And I think that what it is, is when you come into a new industry, you see it from a different angle than anybody else in the industry does. We all have like these um, blind spots, especially like, you know, you, you're born and raised in the same industry. You've been in all your life. Uh, we do it like this. We do it like that. You know, and, and you just memorize it. You know, you don't really even think about anything else. Somebody comes in from another industry and they're like, hey, well, why don't you guys do this? And it's like, well, nobody's ever even thought of that because it's just so it's just so obvious that you, you don't see it. And um, and people can really uh, come up with great innovations and stuff because of just seeing a different angle than than uh, than everybody else does. And that's how having somebody from outside of the industry looking at your business, you know, can really help you. Sure. Absolutely. You know, there's a, a meme that I saw. It was really, really good. And it was a person saying, you know, everybody laughed at me because I was different than them. But what they didn't know is I was laughing at them because they were all the same. <laughs> and and it, yeah. it, it's so true because you kind of have to stand away from the crowd. You know, the people that get a lot of the notoriety are really quirky people. You know, it's kind of Lady Lady Gaga. If you look at her, she didn't have a lot of talent, but she she got her notoriety. She got noticed because she was way out there. But she got coached to do that. 
and it worked for her. And then she made a name for herself. There's a lot of people that have done that thing in different lines of businesses. They just are completely different than everybody else. And then they make it work. Mm -hmm. Well said. About moving back to the SBDC as well. Um, I've been fortunate enough to take a couple of classes through them as well. I don't know if that's, uh, if they have them in every locale, but they have them in hours and you meet a lot of people in different industries. And so I still meet up with a lot of people from that class. And we talk about all of the things that we talk about in this different industries. And that comparison is, is, crazy and mind-boggling and we actually just talked about hr and um exactly these things and i think everyone's going through that and everybody has these questions so um talking to third parties is is super helpful go to the sbdc and meet people and network um, it, it will be tremendously helpful yeah don't look as uh, chris made a great point you know it's not human resources Look at it more towards happy relationships for HR because it's all about relationship building and, and culture building, right? All, all the rest of the stuff is fluff, the compliance issues and everything that all has to be done, but that's a good HR person knows how to coach, knows how to talk to somebody and get them back on track. And it's more about relationship building. Look at it as happy relationships instead of human resources. Happy relationships. I love that, man. Word. Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because there's like the necessary evils, right? Of being a yeah. regulations, like making government happy or whatever, you know, and all that stuff. But really, you want to have those good relationships with, with people, whether it's your employees or, or or co-workers or um, partners or vendors or whatever, right? I mean, you just want you want to have great relationships with everybody. Um, and the less, I think, for me, the less I have to dabble in all that other stuff, um, the easier it is for me to just uh, focus on those relationships um, because it's like I get grumpy, you know? It's like I get all that. And, and Mike, you know, the other thing the SBDC will help you with, and they can put you in that professional, and we're all talking about this time of year, right? If your company has done well and you've got a profit, and then you're looking at a, a significant tax bill coming up, they're going to help you uh, decide what things you can do to offset the taxes, how to use that money without depleting your cash flow to grow your business, buying assets like a... a trade in older trucks and upgrade it, make your company more efficient, uh, do certain things with your money now and the end of the year in this tax year, that's going to help you grow instead of doing nothing and just cut the government a big check for doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, take that money and it reduces your tax burden, but you're helping yourself grow, reinvest in your business. Uh, yeah. You know, for 20 some odd years, I mean, I'm as frugal as they could be. And I just sack the money away. And every year I just stroke a check to the, to the government. Now you're starting to learn to what you can do. You buy a truck and you get it on payments. You take the full value of that to depreciate, but it's not depleting your cash flow. So 
there's so many good strategies to use. Uh, it could be just increasing. I don't know if you have a, a 401k for your employees. You can increase the amount of limits, go from a 4% to a 5% to a 6%. And as you as a key individual, uh, you can get more also. And it's all legally compliant. Mm -hmm. It's just that you have to take the time to figure it out. And if you can take HR off your hands and at some point get yourself, not just a, a guy that does your taxes, but a real tax strategist mm -hmm. that's part of your team. And again, the SBDC can help you there. They'll have many guys that came out of the financial industry that'll help you make those decisions. Yeah, I mean, all great advice. I sincerely appreciate it. Yeah. Believe me, I've learned from writing those checks. <laughs> and they're not fun. Yeah. But, I mean, give that money to anybody but the government. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you can set up a foundation and put it in there and then you control the money. It's better. You're a better steward of the money than the government is. Let's face it. Right. Hallelujah. So at least you can direct song, it. Man. <laughs> you can direct it to the church. You can direct it to a school. You can direct it to a charity of your choice. You know, it's still not your money. You're not going to be able to direct it back to yourself. But you can get huge benefits by aligning with certain charities. Uh, and it, I don't know. It's just worthwhile to do that. I love that. Just have control over what, where it's going, you know? Yeah. yeah. You wonder why all these very, very affluent people have trusts and foundations and this and that. Say, what am I going to do? What's the benefit to that? Well, all it is is instead of writing a check to the government, you're putting it in that foundation. Now it's no longer your money anymore. It's the foundation's money, but you can control where you give it. So if you want to give it on behalf of your glass company, you can. So you're basically getting advertising through a charitable foundation. You can donate it to any number of 501c3 companies or nonprofits. I love that. You decide how, how it gets spent. Much better. Much better. Love it. Hey, great call, you guys. Thanks so much now for just being so um so real, you know, and even vulnerable, you know. It's like I think that's what makes these calls great, you know, is just being willing to talk about the stuff that uh I'm not sure I should talk about this, but I'm gonna <laughs> I love that. You know, uh, it really makes a difference. Uh, hey, thanks so much, Brad and Christina, for, for all the work you've done um, since the last time we talked. Uh, we had That was a great call that we had the other day. Uh, Christina, like, made up minutes, you know, meeting minutes and all the stuff that we discussed. I think if you're interested in those minutes, you can probably get them. Um, and it's, it's worth looking at, you know, um, this is all totally like transparent. We're all, it's all about like transparency and just like everybody being um, welcome to all the information that you want about it. And, uh, and if you've got any ideas or suggestions for sure, um, you know, we, we're wanting to hear it. Guest speakers. I love, I love guest speakers. The less I have to talk, you know, the better. So, I mean, if you know somebody who would like to come on here and address the group, please, um, you know, have them get in touch with us, get in touch with Rob. Um, 
know, if you're someone who would like to be like, oh, you know what? I would be really good at procuring guest speakers and lining them up for the cause. Man, I want to volunteer to do that. If that's you, give me a call. I want to talk to you. All right, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.